Today's Ahmed is Tafnun Gimelam Halif, and we're starting the new parik on Tafnun Beis and Beis and the Banim Kates and Ma'abrin. This parik, right? We had like the third parik was all about Eiv Tchumen. You remember? The fourth parik was mostly about Shvisa, a person, how it works, how he, if he's out of the Tchum, if he's in the Tchum, if he's next to the city, if he's sleeping, if he's all these types of things, how a person gets a shvisa and a tchum. And the fifth parak is all about cities. How do you measure the tchum of a city? What's called a city? What's called a tchum of a city? <coughs> all the different halachas about that. Kaysin ma'abrin esa'arim. How do you extend, ma'abrin means to extend the cities. You have a city, and a city has an extension. And there's also another thing called an Ibed seven the Amis, which that's we're not discussing it exactly. There might be an Ibed without this. But now, we're discussing <coughs> an Ibed. So like Rashi's a little bothered. You know, like I say, Kesed Ma'abrin Esa'arim. Where are we going on? Where did it say Ma'abrin Esa'arim that we're asking Kesed Ma'abrin Esa'arim? Rashi says there's a Mishnah later, Hanayisnei Ruvay B'Iburah Shal'ir. And the extension of the city. So it sounds like cities have extensions. How do we make extensions of cities? So what Mishnah says, Bayis Nichnas Bayis When you have an edge of a city, <coughs> and the city, he says, the Mechitza, let's say, is not really a wall. The houses themselves are the Mechitza. That's what Rashi calls it. So you have a Bayis Nichnas Bayis The wall is not straight. Some houses protrude, and some houses go in. Right? You have a, a jagged wall made out of the houses. Or, pogum nichnas pogum yetzeh. Let's say you do have a wall. And when you make a wall, the wall of a city, we've seen pictures of it, it's not made straight. It's made with different extensions in the wall. Right? For uh, <coughs> protective castles, or whatever the things they would have, in the wall. The wall goes out. That's not in the wall itself. The Gdudiais is that you have Gdudiais Rashi calls it the Shivrei Chaima. That's what Rashi says. They were originally part of the wall. Now they're broken. And there are houses that are desolate now. Abandoned houses, but they're ten tefachim high, and Rashi says we didn't explain yet, but they're within seventy amos of the city. Ugasharim, or if you have bridges, unafashais, or if you have Rashi says kain shaisim We call that an ayel today. We call it an ayel, but they are called it a nefesh, whatever the term you want to use. But it's a building that's made on a kever. <coughs> the kever is within the building. Sheyesh mem dira. But it has, in the oil, it has a place where people can live there. Maybe the caretaker. Right? And what's called the dira? Does he have to eat and sleep there? Is it good enough if he has an office there? Good question. But the, the Mishnah says he has a beis dira. And even if no one actually lives there, but it's a place which is meant for capable of having dira. 
So all these things, Metzinus Amida Kenegda. As long as they're within 70 amas of the city, Metzinus Amida Kenegda. You take the measure, and you take the one that sticks out the most, and that becomes the, the edge of the city. And then you measure it, you make a line perpendicular to this, to the point that protrudes the most. So Rashi, Rashi really says different thing. Rashi says that you, <coughs> that you, in other words, what you do is like this. This is Rashi says. If this is the place which sticks out, and let's say it's on the southeastern corner, he says the northeastern corner, so go to the southeastern corner and make a midah, which is the exact same, exact same thing going south, going, I mean, going west, to the thing on the, on, the, on, the, on the southeastern corner, right? And then you make a straight line. The line has to be straight. It shouldn't be long here and short there. And you make it like a square table. In order that you should gain the corners. Meaning, it's really another halacha. There's one halacha that things stick out. That becomes the boundary of the city for the entire city. Now, as you might say, that the Tchum also will follow that jagged edge. Right? You have the city, Kedal Ramis, and then you have the Tchum outside the city. So maybe the Tchum also would follow this jagged edge of what you're doing. No. The Tchum line is a straight line. It's 2,000 Amis away from the furthermost point of the city. Besides that, and it's a similar thing, you square the city. Rashi says a square is not lafuke a rectangle. Cities could be a rectangle. A square is lafuke a circle or a large oval, a large ellipse. Because whenever you <coughs> you have a corner, the tchumen. I mean, we, we saw machlekes about the tchumen being square or round. It's a different issue here a little bit, right? Whether the tchumen are square and round is one issue. But even if the tchumen would be round, right? You could still make the city square, but the shadows wouldn't be exactly round. They'd be like a line and then a round circle. But the point is like this. The city is, is going to be square. Kadeshiniskaris is obvious. You make the city, you square it off. So whatever's the ribu of the city, that won't take away from the tchum. The tchum starts from the end of the boundary of the city as it's square. So if you have a round city, you make a square around it, and the 2,000 amas go from where the square ends. So if the city is jagged, you go to the furthest point. If the city is round, you square it off. Yeah, we'll learn more about it in the... Yeah, we're going to have a lot of the Gadot now. But then in the next Sigyam, that's when the Gemara is going to explain much more the details of the different things the Mishnah says. Let's see the Gemara. Rav Shmuel. Now the Pashta says, although there are Kamari Shainim that say not the way, but when you learn Gemara Rashi and Taisus, the Pashtas would seem to be as the Mishnahis were not written. They were all verbal. Right? It's true that the Rambam and Shri <coughs> Rugain and Shmuel and Nagat all write that Rebbe wrote the Mishnahis. But from learning Gemara Rashi Taisus and Mishainim, 
It doesn't sound that way. It sounds like Rebbe was mechaber. In other words, he learned the Mishnayos. He was tani the Mishnayos. The Gemara says he he decided what the official nusach of the Mishnah should be, as opposed to all the different brises. You know, then there weren't Mishnayos and brises. There was everyone had their own teachings, a compilation. Rebbe made an official. This is the one, and everyone has to memorize this one. But <coughs> but it wasn't written. And that explains this a little bit. We have in the Gemara, a lot of times when the word is similar and the context doesn't tell it to you, so there's a question, what is the precise text of the Mishnah? So here, an ayin and an aleph has a similar sound. We pronounce it exactly the same. <coughs> but really, it has a similar sound. right? So it became a discrepancy whether it's ma'abin with an ayin or ma'abin with an aleph. Right? I'm sorry, so the Gemara says, I don't remember the, the, Gemara. the Gemara. never said it about the Mishnais. That's one of my. It says it by the Gemara. The, no, the Gemara didn't say about the Gemara. The Gemara says about writing a Megillah Latinic Islamic. And the Gemara brings it right because it says that Rabbi Yechanan wrote Safra Da'agadatu. Uh-huh. He wrote a Sefer of Agada, and that was the Raya to Eis Lasa Hashem Feiter Secha. And the Gemara it sounds like a tremendous Hashmata. The Gemara in Gitin is discussing whether the Elijah writes something for its Eich, and the Gemara brings the Raya that Rabbi Yechonin wrote Sefer of Agada and left out the monumental letter <laughs> that Rebbe had to write in Mishnayos. I don't. I, 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 I'm not. <laughs> Sakash. I'm not. You know. I'm not being kavei and mesmeris. Okay. Why don't we think that it's just this is all handwritten things that some of the copyists could have copied? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Why, why is that any more like, less likely than? Because because if it's copied, probably they would copy it accurately. You know what I'm saying? If it's spoken. Right, so then there could be a discrepancy whether you said this or said that. You know, what I'm saying a, 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 a written ayin and aleph, right, to me would be much less likely to be a mistake than a spoken ayin and aleph. That's all. We, we know there are lots of different cases in the Gemara that people make mistakes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But Mishnayis, you don't find you don't find to say tefusa Mishnayis what the Gemara talks about. You know, what I'm saying except. The, the time that you find the Gemara discusses, yeah, that, that might not be a twist at first. That might be that the mission was intended. But the point is, you don't, you know, what I'm saying, you don't. The Gemara many times discusses, do we say this or that? Small things like mashilin, manshirin, mashilin. You know, what I'm saying, we, the context is not clear. If it was just a matter of copying, so the chayyim, the tuusim should be in other places. You know, <laughs> it should be. You know, all right. Listen, just. Uh, Take it as you like it. It's not, not, not a problem. You could say it was written and it was a kasha. Not a problem. Not a, certainly not a kasha. Rav Shmuel, Chatanim Arvin, Chatanim Arvin, right? One of them was Tani, he taught, right? Again, we always talk about Tani Mishnais. No one said Chad Kasav or Chad, uh, you know. Chatanim Arvin. Ma'adatanim Arvin with Aleph, Aver, Aver. Ma'arvin means a lashon of limbs. How do you limb, you know, he turned it into a verb. How do you make a limb? In the city, and the one that said Ma'abrin is Ma'atanamakiisha Ubra. That means a <coughs> extension, like a Ibur, a, a Ubra, a pregnancy. Right? You see that as an extension of the woman. Okay. But while we're on that topic, <coughs> when I said it was a double cave that Avram bought to bury Sarah, and the other other Semites were buried there. 
The double meant that there was one house within the other, an outer house and an inner house. There was a house that with a ali al gabov. So that's where it was double. So the Gemara says, Double. It sounds like one on top of the other, a double decker. That's what the Gemara says. That's more mashma. Mashain Cain by Snei Bais of Nimuzuzu, my machpela. Lashin of double is not so mashma that way. Not mashma lashin of double. So it's two, but it's not doubled. Okay. So Gemara says, Shinichbal Bazugais. They have double Zugais, meaning they have peers. So Avram and Sarah. Was a peer, Yitzhak and Nifka was a peer, Yaakov and was a peer. It was Nichbala Bazugais. Amr, yeah, Mamre Kiryas Arba. Now it says that Kiryas, Mamre was called Kiryas Arba. What for? For what? Amr, it's a Kiryas Arba Zugais. Had four couples buried in the Maris of Machpelah. Adam Machava, which the Pasuk doesn't mention, Machazal's Kabbalah was Adam Machava were buried there. Avram Vesara, Yitzhak, Rivka, Yaakov, Aleya. Vahibi Meam Raphael. Rav Shmuel, right? Rashi says, because we have Rav Shmuel arguing Ma'abrin and Ma'abrin, what the Mashmai says, is it Aver or Eber? So we have other Machlaikis in Rav Shmuel, precise Mashmais of words in the Torah. Machpelah, does it mean double or double Zugais? I'm Rafael. Rav Shmuel, Chanam and Nimrei Shmai, they both identify them, Rafael and Nimrei, as the same person. <coughs> Shinar is Babel, and Nimrei was the king of Babel. As the Pasuk says, and Amrafel Melech Shinar was Nimrod, same person. But why does he have two separate names? They had a machlekes. Kanam and Nimrod Shmai, v'lam Nikra Shmai Amrafel she'amav v'hipil l'avram avini b'tachkif shenaish. His name was Nimrod. He was called Amrafel. An action that he did, he said and and threw and lowered Avram in the kif shenaish. V'chanam Amrafel Shmai. His name was Amrafel. V'lam Nikra Shmai Nimrod. And why was he called Nimrod? Shehimid is kala elam kula elavim alchusai, that he started a rebellion against Hashem. Right, the, the Tower of Babel was associated with Nimrod. So the question is, <coughs> what was his name? Could be the question is which Maisa defines him? His fight against Avram Avinu, right? Uh, his suppression of the the truth of Avram Avinu, or his fight against Hashem, in other words, the, the propagating the Sheker of the of the Migdal Babel. Vayakam Melech Chadash al A new king came up from Mitzrayim, Ram Vishmuel, Chadam Chadash Mamish. One said, he's a new king, that he had new Xeris, but it was the same old king. Mandiyam Chadash Mamish is of Chadash. It says new, so that means a new king. Next king, Uman the Yomish and Schashuk Zeiraisov, Midloik Siv Vayomus Vayimlech. It doesn't say Vayomus Vayimlech. So that intent that 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 sounds like usually when the Torah says the succession of a king, the Torah says the old king died. Vayakam Melech Chadash, without mentioning that the old king died, would imply that it wasn't really a new king; it was just a new, new uh, order, new uh, new Zeiris. Right? But in the Shkachuk Zeresov, 
So it says a shleyadis Yosef, and the Maya shleyadis Yosef, Davidami command leyad Yosef klau. He pretended he didn't know Yosef. He really did know Yosef, right? That's heard of pshat. And if you old chadash mamish, you also should have known Yosef. People know uh, recent history like that. But the says, if you didn't know him personally, you could say a shleyadis Yosef. He didn't really, uh, he really didn't believe it. He really didn't have the the full. But if he was living with Yosef, and you're saying, this Yosef, what does that mean? Yosef, Yosef means, if he would have known Yosef, it would have been a different story. Well, he knew about him, but you know, he didn't know him. He wasn't intimately familiar with him. But if he was the same king, so other Abba, there's his new thing. this Yosef means he totally forgot Yosef. That's the Melachadosh, and Shkashik, say, race of, okay. Simen, Shmaini Esrish, Neymasu, Lamanu, Bedav, Yavit. Amr Abi there were 18 days that I was studying and I was staying by Abayashia Beribi. Abayashia was one of the Talmidim of Rebbe. Because Abayashia Beribi, Rashi says he means the Adam Gadol Bedere. Beribi means the Gadol Hadar. Abayashia, the Gadol Hadar. Right? We know from the Rebbe's big Talmidim, and Rav was also a Talmud of Rebbe, Rebbe and Abayashia were the prime Talmidim of Rebbe. They're the ones who Masad the Abrasis. So he was there for 18 days. The one thing that I learned in, from him in the Mishnah, in the 18 days, was one thing. So I think Rabbi Echanan knew the Mishnahis. I think it was a Pshat in the Gemara. I don't know Pshat. It's hard, a little bit hard to know exactly Pshat in the Gemara. I think Rabbi Echanan knew the Mishnahis. And Rabbi Yishia was taught him one thing in the Mishnahis, that this Ma'abrin, he thought it's an Ayin, or he didn't know. And I basically taught him it's an aleph. Kate said, Ma'arvin is with an aleph. So I said, Amy, Vam Rabbi Echlan, Yudbeis Talmidim, Hayulayla Rabbeisha Biribi. Rabbeisha, the God of Adar, had 12 Talmidim, 12 prime Talmidim. The Yudches Yom Gedalti Benehim. And I, Rabbi Echlan, spent 18 days with them. That's it. Short, short, short stint. Vilamanati Lev Kalechad Veechad, Vechachmas Kalechad Veechad. And I learned all these 12 Tamidim exactly where he's up to. His lave, in other words, how Kharif Rashi says, and the Chudri is. Right? I knew each one, I was able to know exactly their level of sharpness, of acuity, and Chachmas Kalachad Vachad, meaning how, how much he knew. Right? It's two things <laughs> in the 18 days. Right? So the question is, it sounds like he learned a lot, right? And if, if he must have spent a tremendous amount of time t- talking and learning and that, it was 18 days, but it was an 18 uh, solid days. What do you mean? He didn't le- only learned one thing. So I says, Leif gomer. He didn't learn new information. He steigt a lot. And he was able to see each one, how well they understood, and that. But new information was only one thing. And by Yisema, Minayu Didei Gamer, Minayu Didei Loi Gamer. Okay, he spent all his time with the 12 Tamidim. Abayashia didn't give him, or he didn't spend time, for whatever it is, with Abayashia himself, very little interaction. And he can only say he learned one thing, that's Ketzim Abim with an Aleph. I think part of what the Gemara is trying to say is that it is important. You know, Rabbi will argue about it, and you know, the Ma'abrim with an Aleph is a, it's a valuable thing. The mission is Aleph, right? And, but that's the second shot. 
Now, so he learned tremendous amount of things from all twelve Tamidim, but not from Abayshia. And the third Shazi Bayi say, "Madav Echam Mishnasenu Kamer." They learned tremendous things from Abayshia, but the Mishnayis well, he didn't learn. He probably knew it already. The only thing Abayshia taught him in the Mishnayis was this one thing that is Ma'abrin. But he taught him Brisis, and he taught him Shmuas, and he taught him Lamdis, and whatever he taught him, eighteen days. But this is the one thing that he has in the Mishnah which he didn't have before. Okay, When we were learning Torah, which is the eighteen days, Gemara says a person takes up an ama. When we were learning Torah there, we sat four people for an ama. <coughs> it's extremely, extremely crowded. Now I'm not sure if the twelve people sat in three amas somehow. It was a very cramped place. Or it means forget that there was a tremendous amount of people. The twelve were the twelve prime Talmidim. But there was a lot of Talmidim. But the point was that they had a lot of serious nefesh for learning and they couldn't care about any of the Gashmistika things. And that's how it worked out. They sat four four ba'ama. Amar Rebbe, Kishilin, Taira, Eisler, Be'lezer, Ben Shemua, Tayeshun, Shisha, Shisha ba'ama. We would sit. Rebbe said, when we learned with Be'lezer, Ben Shemua, that's a previous dar, we would sit six people to an ama. Because, um, as she says, there was such a stooping to, to hear, that's how it would end up. It was very, very crowded. And they learned. Rabbi was such a fantastic, so charif and mechudid, it was like Rabbi Meir in his generation. Which we actually had that early in the on the base. Rameya, people could not understand him. It was just uh, too smart. Afra Baisha, Layachal Chavei Vlam and Asayv Daitai. See, there's also a Gemara in Bava Metziah that the Baisha and Chiyah were arguing together. Somewhat, you know, they were arguing, <coughs> you know, I guess, you know, it sounds like, you know, like somewhat in, in a. Uh, in a, a schmoozing type of a thing, I mean, for these, hey, like, Tanam, what it meant, but talk upon him. Abayashi said, Mahadi didika minsis, you're arguing on me. If the Torah be forgotten, I can return it, Pupupulai. And Abayashi says, you're arguing on me. I made it that it shouldn't be forgotten. And he explains the whole story, how he went, it was Marabit's Torah. But, uh, but that was the thing. Abayashi with his Pupul, his Kayacha Pupul, was tremendous. Abayashi said, it was like Ramei Abayashi. The earlier dayers, their hearts, they're like the Pesach of an Ulam. They were that wide. The Pesach Shulam, like we had in that base, right, was 20 Amis wide and 40 Amis high. It was very, uh, very huge Pesach. And the later generations, and it was perhaps like Rabbi Meir would be Kapiska Shulam, Avesha Kapiska Shulam. Otherwise, says what well, we are. We're like a uh, like the like a needle hole. A machat sitkis is um, a very small needle. You have two types of needles. You have the needles for sackcloth, which is bigger. You have the needles for the delicate threads. So we have our lave is like a needle hole. Something could get through, but very very little compared to the. So this is Rishayim is Rabbi Kiva, Achrayim is Rabbi Zimin Shemua, Igadam Rishayim is Rabbi Zimin Shemua, Achrayim Rabbi Shibar Beribi. Va'anu kamal inek emachet sitkis. 
How do we compare to that? Kisiksa begudam the Gemara. Siksa begudam actually says is like a peg that you're trying to get into a, a, a wall, right? That you it just it's <coughs> come come goes through. It's like really 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 tight. So but yes yes we understand, but we have to realize our understanding very 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 little. You understand a little bit compared to the. Compared to the the people before us, Amarava Vananki It's like putting a finger into wax. So Gemara Chalas Abayi says we get we just get very 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 difficult. Svara that's even less. That's you take wax you can't get it through. But like a little bit sticks. You can have a main the main of what a svara is supposed to be. And going to forgetting is like putting a finger in a, in a big ditch. You know what I'm saying? It's that easy for things to, um, to leave. So this is what the Gemara is saying. Important Gemara, because this is true in all days. And it's true and recognized in all days that the Mida of Chachma that they had, Chachma Zatayram, was tremendously, tremendously greater. We have no Shaykhis to it. So we learn what we're supposed to learn, and of course the Amaram they're saying it compared to the previous generations, right? Of course the Gainim felt this way about Amaram. And <laughs> each star <coughs> felt that way, and it was that way regarding the previous days. Amrav Yehuda Amarav. Nugumar. Rav Yehuda said in the name of Rav, Bnei Yehuda Shekpidu Alashena, Neskaim Terasa Miyadam. So, he's saying like this, B'nai Yehuda, when they talked, they were very makbid to use proper speech. Rashi says, Lashen sach, v'loi blashen meguna. And it says, we're going to explain. And they talked, correct, the speech was, 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 was appropriate, correct speech. So because of that, because of that, they were able to <coughs> keep their Torah and have the tire in their hands. When they go, people go, that their culture was the loy daiki lishni, the loy shalayik bidalashayim, loy niskai meterasa miyadam. So Mara says, midi bekpeid italian milsa. Mara thought that wouldn't be a reason. That wouldn't be a reason. It's a nice thing. And then Mara discusses it. It's important. Right? The person should always speak palash and sach. Speech is important. But that wouldn't be a reason why the tire is niskai meterasa El another thing. B'nei Yehuda the Danki Lishna, they were precise in their Lashin, meaning that they made sure to say the Lashin the way they heard it. A lot of times, here is Swara, and you want to translate it how you understand it. But it's important to know how it was said, and to try to think along those terms. If you say it, even though you say, well, it means the same thing, not exactly. There are differences. You might not realize the difference right away. But if you're makbit, to always have the lush in the way it was, then you'll have the Torah better. And also, umisnachilu simana. They made simanim, like the... <coughs> that to make sure that they understand and keep it precisely the way it was. Like, it wasn't written, I mean, even if the Mishnahis were written, but the Shmuas weren't written. And we know in the Bnei Yehuda, I don't know exactly in which Torah it was. Right? But the pshat was that they made sure to get it exact. The Lashin's exact, and they made Samanim. A lot of times the Gemara has Samanim, and the reason for the Samanim is 
especially when it was being memorized. You want to memorize it exact. Right? If you say, no, we got the basic idea. If you had this one first or that one second, or was it somebody or was that somebody, it's all, uh, all the same thing. It doesn't work that way. You have it exact, the Lushan's exact, you have some on them to make sure you got it exact, then it's the sky of the other. When they go, they lay dikilishan, they weren't so careful. They didn't make Samanim so that male they couldn't, it was impossible for them to memorize the exact thing. So it wasn't Nisqayimah. tried to learn everything from the same Rebbe. Because every Rebbe has his own Nusach a little bit. You learn from different Rebbeim, so all of a sudden you get a little mixed up. You don't remember, what did I hear from this, what did I hear from that, was it this way, was it that way. Right, and again, it's a little, the whole thing's a little more movable, not precise. When they go, they go, me mechad rabba, lay the sky, me terasa, me yadam. So that's a, that's a similar thing. When you're daiki, and you're masked with simonim, you have it exact. So you can attend to learn from chad rabba to make sure you get it exact. Because if you get from a bunch, it's nice, but you, <coughs> you have different nuances, then you can't remember what's this, what's that. Then, Ravina Amman, B'nai Yehuda, the Golu Masechta, Neskai Meturasim Yadam, B'nai Gol, the Loi Golu Masechta, Lei Neskai Meturasim Yadam. And Rashi is Tupshat, and what's Golu Masechta? One shot is B'nai Yehuda, that shared that Torah with others. They made sure to teach it to as many people as they could. That's Golu Masechta. So that's why they were Zaycha, to keep the Torah. B'nai Gol, they weren't so Makbid. They knew the Torah, they didn't try to share it. So they weren't Neskai So even if you don't share it, you lose it. And the other shot of Golem Masechta means when they had a Shmua, they would work to get it to get it clear. Golem means, okay, you got the basic idea. That's not Golem Masechta. <coughs> exact. What exactly is being said? Do I have exact shot the way I want it? Masechta Baliba Rashi says. So I said, Dayat Alashim. But what does it mean exactly? The more you do that, the more it will be David Golem Masechta, Shalom Golem Masechta. David was a type, whether the pshat was he always constantly shared his Torah, or the pshat was he was always constantly thinking, do I have it exact? So then, and Shol, this tremendous Talmud Chacham, but either he didn't share his Torah so much, or didn't get it exact, he got the basic idea, Kaviyachal. David Goli Masech, Tekseve, Since he was Goli Masech, he said that the people who have Yerushalayim see me and are happy. Because either they shares the Torah, so everyone's very happy, or <coughs> when he says a vart, it's a vart. We got it. You could, you could, you could touch it. You could feel it. But He wasn't successful in anything he did. You need the Golim Masechta. 